Welcome to Season 3 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the second in a series of episodes on the definition of strategy. Last time, I explained why, even though I don't disagree with most other experts' definitions of strategy, none of them quite captures all the concepts I believe it's necessary to keep in mind. My definition of strategy is a hypothesis about how an organization can become and remain unique that integrates the choices required to solve problems. Fortunately, there are only four concepts, hypothesis, uniqueness, choice, and problem. I talked about strategy as a problem-solving activity in the last episode, and today I want to discuss enduring uniqueness as the goal and measure of any strategy. But before I get started, I want to remind you that to celebrate the anniversary of the podcast, I'm giving away a one-year digital subscription to the Harvard Business Review. I'll select one listener at random from those who, during the month of April, leave a rating and a review of The Successful Strategist on Apple Podcasts and join my email list. Visit prosperallc.com backslash giveaway or see the show notes. Many organizations would say that the purpose of their strategy is to make them the best in their industry or field. The problem with this is there's no such thing as a best organization. No organization can serve every possible customer or beneficiary, or meet all the needs of even a small percentage of customers and beneficiaries. Both commercial businesses and nonprofits must decide in what community they want to succeed and what needs of that community they want to meet and tailor their activities accordingly. Some experts argue that the purpose of strategy is to achieve superior performance compared to your competition, but this understanding doesn't quite hold. The competition for nonprofits isn't other organizations that do something similar. It's whatever investment vehicle donors have their money in. Entrepreneurs such as Peter Thiel believe a truly successful business is one that avoids competition entirely. Other experts focus on profitable growth as the goal of strategy. But growth isn't a good in itself. Why is one more transaction better than one less transaction? How do you know your organization will be better if it's bigger? What standard of profit Do you want to meet? Finally, some definitions of strategy emphasize creating value. But what is the standard of value? Few activities create no value whatsoever. How do you know that a different set of activities wouldn't have created more value? I prefer Michael Porter's advice that organizations, for-profit and non-profit, should seek above all to be unique 
not to achieve the impossible of being the best or the winner. Measuring your performance against the performance of other organizations does precisely the opposite. It makes you more and more like them. Of course, some organizations are unique because they're uniquely bad. None of us wants to build the next Theranos or Quibi. But this is why I say the goal is to become and remain unique. A strategy that doesn't allow an organization to sustain itself, even if it has some initial success, is almost certainly trying to solve the wrong problem in the wrong community of customers or beneficiaries. Preserving and building on your organization's uniqueness doesn't mean you never change what you do or how you do it. On the contrary, Remaining unique requires constant openness to change in response to changed circumstances. An organization that achieves uniqueness will have the other goods of success as well. Loyal customers or grateful beneficiaries and donors, and growth compatible with superior performance. My question for today is, Does your organization's strategy development explicitly seek to build on what makes or could make your organization unique? Or do you see yourself as one among many similar organizations? Once you've decided to become unique by solving a specific problem, you should be able to formulate your strategy in a single statement. But what kind of statement is it? What's the most useful way to understand it? Next time, I'll discuss why it's best to think of your strategy as a hypothesis and what that hypothesis should accomplish. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at prosperallc.com. This is Mitchell Muncie. Talk to you next time.